You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. And I am Inner Circle. No, you're not Inner Circle. And I am Inner Circle. Okay, I hit a little button. I hit the sample button to see what samples I have. We have three. My camper. That would be so cool, Dill. You you parking over at your spot. No one could touch me with that. That's awesome. <laughs> Coming to you live from LA and Colorado. More specific, Santa Clarita and Durango. One of the best places in the world, according to my best man, Denner, who we have today in the podcast. But first, we have our main host and my dear friend, Mike T.T. Oh, good timing, dude. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I was extending the last part like Mike T.T. <laughs> <laughs> I like I was going to light the joint and then like I had to stop. I was like, I'm just listening to this through. This is yeah. fucking rolling. <laughs> really back. Up. I wasn't expecting it. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the bo lovely boys are hearing that Alex Denner. Our, uh, more our, specifically, I, cause just because I love to use his real name, it's uh, Alexander Alex Zen Millionaire Denner. Yes. Actually. <laughs> To be more specific. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> it's Alexander Zen Millionaire Kerpal Denner. Kerpal. Oh, Kerpal. Kerpal. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So we'll start this interview out by saying, how did you get six first names? <laughs> first, middle, and last names? I, I don't so know how that cool, even man. goes in. Yeah, dude. So it was, dude, it's a trip. It's like a story in itself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my dad had a good friend of his, like a mentor of some sort, and uh, his name was Paradiso. And my dad wanted to name me Paradiso's and Millionaire Kripal Denner. <laughs> and my mom was like, dude, you got to pump the brakes, man. Like, that's out of control. <laughs> so she's like, how about, I don't know, Alex? Something <laughs> 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 a little more, like, reasonable, you know, so he doesn't get his ass kicked in school. <laughs> but, um... No, my mom's mindset behind Alex was Alexander the Great, you know, just that's, you know, she yeah. thought that would be cool. And, um, uh, to my dad, so uh, my dad had seven children all together. And uh, me being the youngest, uh, my six siblings are all female. Like, they're all my sisters, you know. So I'm the only boy of seven children. And, uh, you know, my dad thought that uh, because I was the only boy, you know, he thought that there was like something to that, you know, in a sense where, he, you know, he kept saying that I was going to be um, uh, very, very wealthy of Zen. He said he always said I was going to be a millionaire growing up. And he always said, you know, at some point in your life, Alex, you know, you're going to be a millionaire. And he always said that. And I never really kind of understood. I thought to myself, like, that's interesting. Like, I have no interest in yeah, yeah, yeah. money by any means. You know, I don't care about any of that. And as my life goes on, I realized that when he named me Zen Millionaire, he realized that I was going to be wealthy and Zen. Like, I was going to be blessed and fulfilled with a bunch of Zen enlightenment. And I see that. And that leads into the other name, Kerpal. 
Uh, <laughs> We're only halfway there, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Kerpal was my dad's Zen master. Mm. And my dad wanted to add that into my name. So that made the full name right there. And then Denner mm. is German for my grandfather. Oh, wow. Man, was he Jewish, uh, German or? No, um, my dad was Filipino. <laughs> wow. And then my my grandma, I mean, um, my mom's maiden name was Denner. So I kept my mom's maiden name and they were from Germany. So oh, it's uh, okay. Filipino German. Are they from the Jewish German side or? Uh, no. I, I, I just wanted Dude, though because that that's such a cool combo that you have there going on in your genes, man. Whoa, it, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, uh, something else to that. Um, our our friend Kristen, who we've had on the podcast before, I think on our last. Actually, it's funny because we had her in the Sequoias in a van episode. The podcast. She came out to Colorado to visit us because she's a customer in the industry or whatever. But she met you for the first time just re briefly while we were playing like disc golf. We had a day of climbing and then we stopped to play uh -huh. some disc golf. Yeah. I think you came to get some fungus stuff uh picked up some fun guy to pick up some fun guy <laughs> from a buddy who we were playing some disc golf with and she met you well she got in the i was like oh we're going to denner's place we're gonna do a podcast thing she's like denner he's the guy that came by or i was like yeah yeah he probably introduced himself as alexander and she's like that guy he just I don't know. He has this energy to him. Like uh, he's very Zen. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> she goes, what's so funny about that? And I was yeah. like, I was like, cause that's like one of his middle names. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I guess you give that vibe up recently. Cool. Uh, yeah. I yeah, tried yeah. to man, you know, no worries. Akuna Makata? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, fuck that up. Akuna Makata. Akuna Makata. What a wonderful phrase. Akuna Makata. Kina Makini? Yeah. This is good. Uh, how have things been going back in LA uh, there, Nick? It looks like it's uh, picking up uh, in the film industry, which is kind of cool. I heard Jackie yeah. got some work. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I saw that on the Instagram. So, yeah, man, it's looking like it's picking up. Uh, I've been getting nonstop uh, requests to do sound on set. I'm like, nope. Thank you. Yeah. Nope. Fuck yeah. that. I guess we, we should point out that Freddie has left us for this episode because he's going to be in uh, in Mexico. He's in Mexico right now. Yeah. So he's dancing around there in Mexico, having a good time. Mexico. 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 Um, he'll be down there hang, hanging out with our buddy Matt. Um, but I thought this episode in particular was kind of almost more appropriate that we just had the three of us because um, with Denner and Nick and I, we've kind of had um, a colorful history. We've been, we probably met like what, almost 11 years ago? We've crossed past. Yeah. Oh, We've man. crossed paths. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It's like a whole other. Wow. That was a yeah. whole other us. A whole other us, man. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> we were so cool. <laughs> yes. Um, it was it's a change from our, our usual guests, but it's definitely one worth it. Uh, Denner was this little scene kid or tall scene kid, I oh, guess, from so Pittsburgh. <laughs> 
I totally was. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He had the, like the emo hair and everything. Yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah, I, I don't think hot, I ever saw him hot, like that though. Hot. But yeah. <laughs> you definitely have. No, sure, but I mean, I never saw the exteriors to you guys. I mean, I always saw the inner of you guys. Yeah, man, everybody. fuck yeah, dude. That's so yeah, yeah, it was cool, a good thing dude. to say, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, we would dude. always connect through a spirit level with everybody there in that in the stone yeah, castle dude. area. It was, woo, what a place! So right. What a ride, dude! Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a part in Florida. Would uh, I think? Uh, I went to film school down at Full Sail University, um, down in Florida, and nice. <laughs> and I think uh, Nick. You were there for recording arts, specifically? Correct. Yes, sir. Which also collided with the film industry, which is kind of good. And Denner, you were down there for... I went to Florida for marine welding. Ooh. Did you really? I thought you just like wanted to crash on your buddy's couch and just wanted to live in Florida or something. I was going to say you were skating and graffitiing. <laughs> Wait, what's that? You were just there gra graffitiing and skating, no? Oh, dude, like I was doing, hanging loose harder than anyone else in Florida. Doing art and <laughs> fucking skating like crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, marine welding? Let's go back. What? Wait, what? <laughs> that's cool. My know, grandfather did that. That's awesome. Like underwater? Yeah. Well, it was fucking crazy. Sorry. So I was in a rough spot in Pittsburgh, and I was basically just like, dude, I'm so fucking just sick of this. Just fucking over it. You know what I mean? Just all the bullshit I was dealing with and putting up with it and... There was no reason to go through any of it, you know, except to kind of like prove myself and like, I don't know, like protect my ego is what I thought was important at the time. So I dealt with a lot of bullshit that I shouldn't have, you know, right. and I just dealt with it. And then uh, I don't want this joint to go out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shane, Shane hit me up, you know, and he's like, hey, dude, you know, I've been living in Florida, you know, in Orlando and. It's like, it's pretty tight, dude. You know, it's different. You know, it's just nice to kind of get away. And, you know, I was like, yeah, man, you know what? Fuck it. You know, come up here and pick me up, dude. And like, dude, like that Christmas, like a two or like a week and a half later, Shane drove up to Pittsburgh and picked me up. And I actually in Pittsburgh, I had one last party at the trap house that I lived in. And dude, I'm telling you, like, what's a trap? Can you define a trap house for us real quick? <laughs> <laughs> So, like, are there any, like, boundaries on this podcast? No, not really. No, no. <laughs> Tight. Okay, so, I don't know. Basically, we were just little brat kids, like, painting fucking graffiti and, you know, selling drugs and yeah. working part-time jobs out of kitchens to look legit and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, you know, we were rowdy partiers. So our house turned into a seven day, you know, a week party. And, you know, we had graffiti artists there. And, you know, you start with one little marker tag in the bathroom and on the refrigerator. And next thing you know, you can't see any more wall paint. Like the entire staircase <laughs> yeah. is covered. The whole ceiling is covered. And, <laughs> You're covered. You know, yeah, totally. Like, Guys, I'm telling you, it was the grossest house. You know what I mean? So like, it was it was a house basically where people do a lot of graffiti. People have a lot of sex. There's a lot of drugs done at like a crack house. <laughs> yes, that is the <laughs> pleasant term. <laughs> I mean, it was like I said, you know, a seven day a week party house. You know what I mean? Like it was just 
It was where, you know, we didn't have a front door at one point. You know what I mean? Like at one point we, um, we found this couch on the sidewalk and we were like, oh, caught <laughs> up a buddy with the truck and picked it up at like 2 a.m. And then, you know, we're all drunk trying to get this couch inside of our house and then we couldn't get it past the stairs. And then we just gave up and left the couch <laughs> on the stairs for like four months dude <laughs> and like to get inside you had to climb over a couch like it was such an inconvenience that turned into just the regular that like we didn't even like get home from work or whatever you're doing <laughs> climb over the couch you have a party everyone has to climb over the couch so fucking and then one day we we're like hey I, I bet you if we just moved it at this angle and we got the couch right up into the house like it was no problem it dealt with all that for no reason but did you guys not have a couch in your apartment for like I mean dude we had just like basically like trash that we found around the city and just like brought it home and like that was pretty cool to us. Dude, back in New Hampshire we used to go to like if you went to Lazy Boy like the store, they had a big dumpster out back that they would throw shit out with like yeah. a little tear in it. Hey, I remember in Florida they had to say with mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would go dumpster Whoa. diving and like they and called the cops on us once. And like, like all my whole basement was filled with couches and just we had like lazy boys, like free land after yeah. that, boys. Yeah. When's the last time you saw a lazy boy? I don't know. I'm sure it was abandoned. <laughs> but I'm getting sidetracked. So, yeah, I lived in a trap house. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was it was filled with love, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Like, it was all good times. Right. You know what I mean? And right. That's what it's all based off of. And that's what how it started. Like, right. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, like, I mean, <laughs> some of the people I were with, we were, we, they were introducing me into psychedelics. And that was the first time I got into that. You know, I was getting into LSD. And at the time, it was just a party thing. It was like, hey, put this on your tongue and, like, let's go to a rave and look at neat lights and listen to fucking... You know what I mean? Like, silly music, you know? And then... We're riding that for a little bit and unavoidably at some point, dude, that pineal gland gland just got fucking cracked open like a walnut. Yeah. And it was just like, huh, all this beauty was introduced to me and all this potential and all this reason. And then I'm looking at my friends and they're still (laughs) and I'm just like, huh. And then that little, you know, that rave, you know, the LSD turned into like harder stuff and then the. You know, the fun music stopped and it just turned into just being in dark rooms. And it was like my pineal gland was still on blast. And it was like, I mean, hold on one second, guys. (laughs) I can't let this go up. On brand. But uh, you, uh, I don't know. I remember this one time I came home, guys. I walked into the front door and that wasn't there. And my friends were laying in a circle on the living room floor and uh, they had like a little mirror, you know, and they had like uh, like lines of ketamine on it. And they were all just in a circle, just like, you know, in their K-holes. And my one buddy that I was really close with and, you know, I still would be if I talked to him, you know, and he had like the mirror and like with little effort that he had left, he like wedged the mirror toward me like a quarter inch. And I had to like step over all of them to go to my room, you know, and that was when I called Shane and I was like, dude, I got to get the fuck out of here. dude." You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it was fine, but this sucks now, man. Like, you know, like I had junkies banging on our door, you know, anytime you can imagine, you know, like, 
Yeah, Fuck yeah, that. yeah. It became it became the whorehouse, right? Yeah. Totally. You know, it just became a nightmare, man. Yeah. I mean, it was so much fun at first. You know, it was just you know. That's what I was saying with the realization. We were just like what I was describing earlier is like you realize I'm in a crack house right now. Pretty much. Yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, we were in a crew, a graffiti crew called KGB, and like one of the tags in our living room. Or no, in our, in our refrigerator that you could see from the street driving by, because of course we didn't have curtains. Yeah, it said "crack game, bitch." <laughs> like what, the fuck, dude? Like right over the stove, man. Like so, yeah. Anyway, so we had one last hurrah, and I had Shane come to pick me up at right. the party, and I wanted Shane to see what he was picking me up from, and he just like. I'll never forget him just like walking in with his hands in his pockets, you know, like looking <laughs> I around. I can imagine it. Like, dude, like, you know, like, I mean, just trash furniture, like, you know, junkies and just like piece of shit girls and graffiti yeah. and drugs. And like, he's looking around and he's just like, well, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> let's go, dude. You know, we got in the car, <laughs> drove in a storm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, and I'm in that situation. Like, dude, what am I going to do with life? You right, know? right. Like, what am, like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what's out there? Like, I thought I was going to, I thought like the military was the way to go. <laughs> you know, and I, thought, I, was, I was so lost. Like, which, I wanted to remember that. It, dude. Which honestly is not a bad route, but it, it's okay, you know? No, yeah. it's okay, but like, I, no, yeah. he was down in Florida and everything. I remember him coming into us, and he's like, "Hey guys, well, I think I got to join the military." And we're I, like, "What?" I just continuously was looking for like, I wanted just something better than what I had, and I had no idea what, you know. And uh, so I don't know. I, I oh wow, up, um, man, I just realized something then, and I'm sorry to jump on and so far in the story, but the men's dinner that you went to Florida to find yourself, man. Oh, dude. Wow. Yeah, man, that's exactly what was going on. Wow. I was in a bad spot. I knew the potential and I knew that like I knew that nothing new was waiting for me in my comfort zone. And my comfort zone was a city that I grew up in. Like those are the streets that I knew. Those are the people right. that yeah, I yeah, knew. Yeah. That was the work I could find, you know. Right. And nothing new was there. So I had to completely change my environment. And by changing my environment, that changed my internal environment mm. down the road eventually. And that's what changes everything is once you change the internal, you have more access to controlling the external. Nice. And I went to Florida and I, before on, you know, I went down, I researched, I looked up jobs and this is kind of twisted. It kind of makes me like tremble a little bit talking about, but I was kind of looking up dangerous jobs because like I wasn't like... You know, like, I just wasn't happy. and Like, like I, mall cop? <laughs> no, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was looking up, like, I, I didn't care, like, if I, like, lived or not. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I felt like, I felt like if I just went and died on a job, like, that would be an easy out. That's not suicide. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I was, and I wanted a thrill, like, I, you know you know, certain drugs made me crave adrenaline, you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. that's kind of where graffiti comes from, you yeah. know, like all this weird, you know? So I was like, I don't know, Marine welding, I don't know, Florida, that gets me out of here, <laughs> you know? And I go down into Florida and guys, if you're fucking listening to this, this is where this whole full circle story comes so insane that I'm sitting here in this van with my dudes is that 
I was talking to Nick in Florida and he asked me, you know, so casually, so like so much full of energy. And he just goes, bro, like what the, f so what are you doing? You know, what do you want to do? And I'm like, uh, I, I'm studying marine welding. <laughs> That's what I'm coming down here to do. And you're like, what the fuck? You're like, I would have never expected you to say that. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, and you're like, what's your motivation? And, you know, I knew it paid well. And like, right. I had an idea of myself, like I wanted a good paying job. Cause you know, at some point we all think that, you know, we think that's important, you know, and and that's what that was my answer. And you were like, well, bro, what the fuck makes you happy? <laughs> so casually, like, what the fuck? I'm like 21 years old. You're like, what makes you happy? And I'm like, wow, no one's ever asked me that. before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, what does make me happy? I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I, I like healing. I, I like the body. I, I like helping people. You know what I mean? Like, that's like that's that's some cool shit. You know, my it's a family trait, you know, body work therapy, you know, and all these, you know, ideas started going through my head. And, and then you kind of look at me and hit your spliff with this look like, well, then what the <laughs> fuck are you doing marine welding for, dude? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck am I doing marine welding for? You know, like it, was, it was like this whole, like, like I was driving a Jeep down a bumpy road. And then you just like pointed out the highway to me. And I was like, Oh, sh oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just got onto this track where like, dude, I, I fucking studied massage therapy because of your motivation and yeah. your words and just kind of opening it. Like what makes you happy? Like, I mean, you want to be happy, don't you? And it's like, well, yeah. And it's like, well, why don't you like go be happy? <laughs> it's like, Holy shit. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man totally that's a that's a beautiful story because it shows right there that you know sometimes the easier answers are right there in front of us and sadly oh, yeah. we we fall into this cloud that we can't really see clear but it, it requires good friends to actually help you see sometimes so that's the beauty of friendship yeah man thank you for being that good friend man i'm so oh, grateful man. for it thank i think you, about bro. it so much yeah yeah i know you know yeah yeah it's been a long fucking dude 11 years <laughs> yeah man yeah and then like what up mikey no, like, wait, I, I think i saw him uh one time when i went to pagosa right yeah right i went to visit yeah, dinner for a bit it yeah you came over times. at night we smoked a smoked a quick yeah quick joint and uh <laughs> yeah yeah you guys made your way yeah passing through the town it was pretty nice though but i'm gonna yeah, was, i'm gonna make a drive so up there soon. yeah hey, you should come out here dude yeah but anyways you live in colorado now yes i do not for long but yeah like you've kind of i don't know i thought you'd be a cool person to talk to with a lot of the stuff that you've been like all around the country checked out some stuff like it didn't just go into Florida and doing that. Like I feel like maybe that opened a lot of doors. Oh yeah, you're right. It's brought you a lot of places. Yeah. It's a good way to bring that up. Like it really, um, so man, that, that, I mean, that was the first leap of many because I knew nothing of Florida. I knew nothing of outside of Pennsylvania. I haven't traveled much before it, you know? And it was like, 
just such a blind leap of faith, you know, and I went to Florida and like I said, you know, all these things I'm talking about, it, it turned so much around and it went on to such a great path. And I think it had everything to do with trust and, um, uh, just, just fulfilling yourself with gratitude for every step along the way. And that's like creating a better step in the future, you know? And I just kept doing that. And if it worked so well in Florida, and of course there were like speed bumps here and there. And there was even one point where I had to go back to Pittsburgh because I felt like I just wasn't progressing. And that was even the thing, you know, I just kept looking for progression, yeah. you know, and Florida got to a standstill for me. So I went back to Pittsburgh and then I went back to Florida. So there was a total of me going to Florida twice. that I can probably even more times, you know, in the whole <laughs> throughout the whole decade. But it showed me that, wiping that I can like wipe that slate clean in a sense and I can just have this whole new creativity you know and when I go to new towns it showed me that I can like there's so much potential you know you can find a new job or like meet new people or you know get advice on a new adventure and everything and then it became it started to spiral out of control right, right. dude it became this addiction like a playful <laughs> healthy addiction where it was just like everywhere I went was this new adventure. And then that was just what I was craving. And then I was giving it so much gratitude. Yeah. The way you're like, doing it all the time though. Right. Man, uh, yeah, yeah. man. And there's times where we're in locations where we stop and we look around with the sober mind, just crying of gratitude. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like we're the only ones here. Like yeah. we're the ones seeing this. And that gratitude is what keeps bringing it to wow. us. And dude, like we have lived lives of adventure that like, is so fulfilled and it's because of that gratitude that we keep feeding out there yeah. you know we keep getting it back and it's and sometimes a little bit of mushrooms would help that too <laughs> sometimes a lot of bit of mushrooms really help out <laughs> <laughs> you know talking about okay. that i uh i came to the major realization about one major fact about this um about this medicine plants dudes and what? I want to share this insight with y'all. <laughs> Give it to got? me. I'm so excited. So, <clears throat> you guys understand that we are having a physical experience, yes? We are a spiritual being, if you want to put it as a spiritual being, having a physical experience, right? We're, we're here on earth having a, sp a physical experience. Um, Absolutely. So everything that we literally consume, whether it is through uh, food, water, smoke, whatever, anything that goes into our bodies, it's creating a chemical fusion with our brain and literally unlocking certain things. So, for instance, the people that eat meat a lot right like you know pork cows and all this type of meat they have a certain chemical wiring in their brain that is literally triggering certain parts of the brain that makes us more animalistic more raging more you know the you know they tend to be more wild and more or more in tune with their rage if you will um, right. Then there's those, you know, that do only plants and, you know, they tend to be very loving and very peacefully because they're in that plant chemical, plant chemistry. When we ingest 
cannabis, uh, the psilocybin, DMT, uh, ketamine, like all this type of drugs, if you want to call them like that, but they're really medicine plants. They have a certain chemical that fuses with our brain, and that's, dude, it create that's like that that's the one that, that that creates our our awareness with the connection of the world right like when you feel one with the with the planet and the universe and all that right but it it's all happening through the connections of the brain and that oneness that it's happening that that oneness that you're feeling is the full connection inside your brain between the left and the right hemisphere that it's fully connecting due to due to this chemical reaction that we're ingesting it allows the brain the left and right to be completely in sync and that's what we're feeling that that spiritual feeling it's all happening in the brain dude holy Shit. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> oh. it, it's true we are a spiritual being, but all those feelings, it's all chemicals that it's happening in our brain. Right. right. Absolutely. But in a good way, because in the end, it's all chemistry, right? It's biology, chemistry. It's all happening right before our eyes. We are the best example of biology right. fused with chemistry. Outstanding. Yeah. Uh Thank you for saying that's so that as always, you're right on time, dude, because uh, so I'm guys, I know a lot of this talk between the three of us is going to be a lot about mushrooms, guys. I mean, like, <laughs> no, dude, hey, hey, we, I, just before you go any further, I think we we had a we had an episode where I had a 15 minute yeah. stand on the Thailand trip. Oh, OK. All right. <laughs> on the happy shake. So I will allow people to view episode you can edit this part in. <laughs> edit, edit the part of the Thailand episode in whatever episode that is. And then we can... Um, <laughs> it's called On a Beach in Thailand or some shit like that. Yeah, so refer to On a Beach in Thailand or some shit like that. And uh, fill yourself in on this story. But um, between the three of us, it's obvious that we're going to talk a lot about psilocybin and the effects and how it has turned our lives around. And Nick, that's great that you bring that up because, dude... Or guys, honestly, I have not had psilocybin since Thailand. Mm, and really? today I had just purchased half of a gram mm. of psilocybin for personal use to take on a hike that I am taking my mother on nice. for her first. Colorado hike Ooh. with me, her son, and her daughter-in-law, and Shane and Amber, children that she has raised, all right. and we're taking my mom and all of them on my favorite hike in all of Colorado, which is in Ridgeway, Colorado. It is called the Blue Lakes Trail, and you travel nine miles round trip and it takes you through three alpine lakes above tree line and then if you're bold enough to keep going you could get to the top of the saddle which eventually leads to the top of mount sneffels Ooh. which is above 14 right? above yeah. fourteen thousand feet in elevation wow. and up there you can see the view of all three of the lakes and wait for it it will be a full moon 
Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a half gram of mushrooms nice. for this experience. And I haven't tripped since Thailand, you know, and that was over a year, you know. Yeah, like, and, really and you know, that's the beauty of psilocybin, dude, that once you ingest them, uh, even if you don't ingest them for long, they will still be in your bacteria wow. ecosystem that you have inside wow. of you. And wow. and that's, that's why we're able to to literally tap into the knowledge every time we want guys like that's how because that the plants are always speaking to us and i'll tell you what this is my six, my seventh week that i'm off meat i haven't eaten any meat seven really? weeks boys <laughs> seven weeks and i feel so really? amazing no sugar I've had a little bit of carbs because I do I do crave the carbs here and there, but yeah, yeah. dude, whoa, no way, yeah. Nick. Good for you. Yeah, man, man. I, I've dropped like almost uh, fifty pounds now. Yeah. Holy shit! God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you trying to look different for me for when I come home to yeah, you? Yeah, buddy. I want to look sexy. Dude, <laughs> I'll I'm even so put happy. my teeth for you. To, uh, in my teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nick. Dude, congratulations, man. Yeah, That's man. so outstanding. Yeah, and with that thought, I, was, I, wanted, I wanted to say that even now more than ever i'm ingesting more fruits and shit like a lot of Beautiful. watermelon mangoes and mandarins yep. and papayas yep. and a lot of beautiful fruits and the connection with the psilocybin it's just times a thousand dude oh oh wow yeah man i remember in florida you would experiment with psilocybin and fruits yeah and like you were talking of you know fruits with seeds you know alkaline foods and i remember you talking about this it's fantastic that you're still doing that well i i, I definitely got away from it um i don't know when i moved to la i was hooked in the fast food again and oh buddy that made me yeah. oof, that coca-cola man son of a bitch uh, yeah man, it's addictive it's, what, what a poison yeah. Worse, worse than cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm off, off of it, and it's been so great, man. Yeah. Man, I'm so happy to hear that, dude. Yeah, thank you, dude. Fuck. This Thanksgiving will be five years of no meat, minus the one barracuda that I ate in Thailand. Oh, but oh well, fish I eat. <laughs> I can eat fish. Fish, I still oh, okay. eat. Yeah. 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 No red meat or yeah. chicken, though. But fish and eggs, was, I'm it good. Was, it was a trip, Nick. Like, I haven't had any meat that whole time. And when I ate that fish, dude, I had dreams of me piercing through water. Like, a fucking <laughs> dream. like dude, that I, I call that my souvenir in Thailand. Like, that's why I, like, agreed to eat it. It's like, if I take anything back from Thailand, I want this. That's awesome. You know, and that it was it was it was so like magical the whole like you know just one animal in five years and it's like you really feel that animal like oh, holy yeah. fuck. right we go back to that chemistry I, fusion I, right the chemistry you're you're both uh, both dnas are fusing together and you get its memories and it's oh, I, I it, it. uh, it's dna bro yeah 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 i was in the damn ocean yeah <laughs> 
that's awesome that was a cool that was a different thing too though like you saw the fisherman out at night fishing oh, dude Outside. you saw him in the morning like rolling a cart through town with like his fresh catch like yeah. proud fisherman selling yeah, it to all the restaurants yeah. it's like, it was damn. that was the daily special it's a daily special <laughs> that's what was special for today only that was caught eight hours ago <laughs> that's awesome okay. yeah outstanding yeah it's been a lot of that stuff and wait you're so okay just before we get so far off topic because we're gonna be, we're good at that uh you're in Durango right now. Uh-huh. You've been here for a little while, right? I have been here for a little while. You've been around and you landed in Durango. Why? I landed in Durango because to me, this is the number one home base for everything that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, 45 minutes north is Silverton, Colorado. And you drive up the Million Dollar Highway, which didn't get that name for nothing. Right. right. (laughs) And it it takes you like through the most beautiful mountains, through like loops around mountains and then aspen trees. No matter what time of year, it's awesome if the pass is open. But you're driving above 10,000 feet elevation. There's no guardrail. And I have seen cars flipped over on this. Really? Oh my god, dude! Crap out of me. Yeah, man. Dude, these roads are like sheer cliffs. Yeah, they're it's high, like nothing. Man. You gotta yeah. be careful. They're man. narrow it's too. Not, it's, it's not ne- like it's. Yeah, I drive the camper on these roads. Yeah, and it's I, like, dude, driving. like I'm afraid like the top is gonna like hit a cliff. Like oh. it's like, <laughs> I'm like twelve and a half feet yeah. high. You know, like it's fucked up. But um, yeah, I mean anything in Silverton, anything in uh. You know, Ure and uh, Telluride and Ridgeway and then even Pagosa Springs. You know, right, right. All these places in southwest Colorado are so fucking beautiful. Like everything you ever want out of Colorado is right here. And then even beyond that, you go further west and then only an hour, 20 minutes. Mi- no. Yeah, an hour-ish going west, you hit Utah border. Right, right, right. 40 minutes south, you hit New Mexico border. Um, and then Arizona is down there. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona's down there somewhere. Arizona's back in that way. <laughs> I, I found out very quickly today in five and, or yeah, with six hours, you can hit Wyoming. <laughs> then, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah a long just time so time. much, you know, even, yeah, exactly. If you were in the, go to the Tetons in Wyoming, I mean, what, six hours for a ski junkie? Like, spend a week there like that's fucking awesome you know and yeah. then you have a purgatory ski resort you have rock climbing in durango yeah uh, durango was big enough of a population for me to build a business yeah out of nothing like literally just literally nothing and then out came a business called durango movement massage therapy for outdoor enthusiasts which was so fucking yeah. cool that happened out of nowhere and um I, I don't know. It, the people were nice. You know what I mean? The, 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 the beauty, you know, Durango is at 6,500 feet elevation and just in a 35 minute drive, you're at 10,000 feet. You yeah. Know? Like you could do anything, anything you want. Mountain bike, ski, rock climb, r- run, fucking 
shit white water raft you just got to deal with the cold for <laughs> yeah and surprisingly even the cold wasn't that bad and a good example is we we just got the camper uh last winter yeah, yeah. or last summer and this was our first winter and we were kind of nervous about you know how much of it is going to freeze and we ended up just leaving it up here because no more than a couple inches of snow at one time we we're on top of the camper and i would just brush it off with a broom like very livable through every season right yeah durango is a really tight spot yeah it is <laughs> just this area in colorado i wouldn't say durango in particular but i would say yeah like, <laughs> this area in colorado like you could pick any of those towns right. to live and so it was like I, I wish there was a film industry there because i probably would live there like that this almost like this was a curse and a blessing for a pandemic for me because it was like i get the opportunity to actually be able to live there and do a job there be kind of home base there mm -hmm. and just I can give it a shot for like six months and just see it, you know? Yeah. Because totally. at first, like, it, uh, I thought pretty much before is like, oh, this is where I'm gonna have to live for the rest of my life because this is where the film industry is. Although I yeah. love, love, love what I do for a living and love the film industry. It's like it does make me have to live in a places um, annoying to me. I guess as as Los Angeles. I mean, it, it has its perks, but it's definitely... I'm not a city person. I don't traffic city, sucks in LA. Yeah, traffic. What, oh, what? man. So Durango has a population of 18,000, like 700 yeah, people. Wow. Yeah, we're like 18 million. I, that's what something I'm like that. You know, and I'll be in like a five-car traffic jam, and I'll be like, oh, fucking... What's everyone doing today? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like I get overwhelmed just being around such a small group of people right now. And yeah. I haven't been in a city as of now. It's been about 11 months since I've like been in a city, Damn. dude. I'm so then, in... then what's the plan then? Because like uh, you said you were moving earlier. Yeah, yeah, I am moving. But I won't be in the city. I will be two hours out of the city. Are you going to continue the trade and like open up a little shop over there or? Yeah, that, that'd be the idea. So move to, can you call it Durango movement? Oh, <laughs> uh, financially, that would be very helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could. No, but I'll be living two hours, uh, basically Southeast from Pittsburgh. Uh, it kind of like into like a, an Ohio pile area. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a, a ski resort out there into this area and uh, just a whole bunch of potential into this area. So I can continue the outdoor movement of massage therapy. But um, I might just perhaps just build off of like my name instead of yeah. just having, you know, and just kind of get like, yeah, you have, you have a lot of room there. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. But just build my name off of just like, you know, Alex Denner, LMT, you know, like licensed massage therapist. And, uh, you know, just kind of get a name for myself. And then slowly from there, once I build a clientele, I'll move my way into, you know, I have an idea of, I, I want to start a, a wellness center, uh, called temple. And, um, basically because I want everybody to just focus on the importance of the self care of just healing yourselves and healing your body. So often we're worried about what everybody else is doing and being this person for that person and that person for this person, you know, and doing all these things for everybody else. We're so congested in our minds. And so rarely do we think about bettering ourselves and what can we do to help ourselves and things like massage therapy, you know what I mean? Like it can really help you take a lot of weight off of your shoulders and help you be more relaxed and just be a better person, you know, like mentally and physically, you know, and it can even get into depth to the point where it can help you physically, like just go out and take a walk in comfort. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've had clients who, 
couldn't even successfully wash their own hair because their deltoids were so tight. And, you know, when you have limitations like this, it's so easy to be like, oh, like I'm fucked. Like <laughs> if I go to a doctor, this means surgery and like, oh, you know, wow. the hell yeah. with that. So people are literally just shriveling and rotting away. And all it is, is just like decay and like lack of care for yourself and your mind and your muscles. And the diet. Yeah. Oh, especially your diet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. God, I mean, I feel like I can go on forever talking about diet. Yeah, bro. dude. I mean, you know, it, I, the biggest one is dropping sugar, man. That has been one of the major big ones for me. And I have to say, once you get off the sugar, it's like you can see clearly now the rain is gone. <laughs> Nick, have your eyes changed color? Like, are they clearer? Yeah, dude, I noticed that too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it. Yep, yep, yep. Like the white, oh, the white is wider too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is what I I had an experience where uh, I I did a uh, an alkaline diet where I did just raw fruits and vegetables. I didn't even cook them. Right. No sugar, nothing else. You know what I mean? And just to, as clean as can be. Yeah. And I only made it for like a week. And if, I don't, you know, it's so funny. Like I made it a week. It was the best I've ever felt. And I celebrate by doing the fucking garbage that I was celebrating. Not doing it. It's like, wow, it's great. A week without sugar. Let's eat a birthday cake. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? You tell yourself these lies to make, to, to, to excuse to it. To justify you know, your them. Is yeah. Just so deceiving. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but by having no sugar by day three, I literally thought my eyes were going to pop out of my fucking head. <laughs> like I just dangle. I, they, I felt so much pressure. It was so uncomfortable. Oh, and wow. They were like purging in a sense. You know what I mean? Oh, and then yeah. like by the end of the week, my eyes, I even took a photo of them. It's so comical. My eyes are wider than they've ever been in my entire life. Like Jesus. crystal clear. Sugar's never been a problem for me. I've just like I've never liked it. That's good. I've, I've got a problem. Look, <laughs> you're lucky. Yeah. I've got a problem, and I'm willing to admit it. Yeah, that's I good. don't like desserts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is good. Yeah, that's great. Fuck, I fucking love them. I'm thinking about them right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know I, um, I, I, I like. Oh, oh, hey, Mikey. Now let's say the only cake that I would ever. Uh, like I'll sometimes have a bite of carrot cake, which is like what my wedding cake was. Yeah, I'll too. eat that too. <laughs> That's not a cake. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it kind of is. It, it, well, sweet, right? There's it's sugar. delicious, though. It's uh, it's actually the best cake we you oh, can yeah. have, right? It's carrots, mm. bro. It's carrots. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, the yeah. carrots are good. Oh. Um, yeah, so that'd be cool to see a shop over there. Like, go over and uh, where where are you planning on gonna be doing more... this dinner? The, uh, the it temple. Will be, uh, it, it, what's that? Where... Yeah, so it will be like uh, south, southeast Pittsburgh by about two hours out of the city. Um, oh, you're planning on gonna the, be you're like moving the... northeast. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna move northeast, and uh, uh, my, Jackie, my wife. Uh, her, she and I, we've made the decision together that right now during 
amongst the chaos of this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While these politicians flex. <laughs> right. Uh, a lot of things that we, we really plan on doing right now are something at a, a standstill in a lot of ways that we see it. And uh, instead of just kind of just like just being out here with a lot of the what ifs, because let's be honest, guys, this can go any way. Like, look at how much has happened in just the past since March, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the entire world is walking around and, you know, we're wearing masks. We're, yeah. we're scared. Like people, you know what I mean? Like there's riots, like we're, we're killing, you know, we, sure. I don't have to say it. Like we know what's going on, you know? And like during all this, it's just like, you know, you, you look at the big picture, you know, and it's like my entire life, I've always thought to myself that, something crazy like this is going to happen you know what i mean like of course yeah. i didn't know exactly this but i knew that in my life i was going to experience some sort of chaos and everything predicts it like you know like the walking dead you know like all yeah. the movies you yeah, know, it's not that shows. close but... exactly like everybody shows that like you know every, you know in, in your guys's industry you everybody know? takes it differently too like people are fucking rioting people are like some people are just trying to stay at home and like abide by things. So people are acting like nothing's going on at all. Yeah. Everyone's definitely taking it different, you know, I, yeah. I, I guess ultimately what it depends on is what you're watching. You know, if you're watching I mean, the news, if you're watching if you're specific watch Instagram yeah. accounts, like whatever yeah. you're watching is how you are reacting. Yeah. Or whatever you're, being, whatever you're being programmed with. Yeah. yeah exactly television but, program that that's also half the reason i'm here it's like to even do a podcast i have to drive into service here <laughs> <laughs> i don't get to watch anything yeah exactly. which is yeah. great Look because how happy you are <laughs> you haven't stopped smiling yeah um, but i've always thought that like the idea was whenever whatever happens that is so crazy what i should do is be in colorado be in the mountains have all of my backcountry gear and knowledge because that's really fucking important and you know how to survive in the backcountry for as long as i can for you know to to wait out the fucking world at each other's throats you know that's always what i thought i was going to do and now here i am in colorado with the gear with the education and all i can think about is like dude whatever my family goes through man like you're like fuck it man like i want to be there with them and i want to go through it with them too like you know I, I i talk to my family on the phone a lot of the time and like you know i can hear whatever media it is that they educate themselves with or de-educate sure. themselves yeah, with. Yeah, yeah yeah it's affecting them you know, and like when I'm looking at this and I'm looking at the world on fire, literally, you know, no pun intended with California, you know, or like, Colorado right now. Or, exactly. Jeez. You know, all of it. And like when I look at all of this, it's like, dude, what I find most important right now is being home with my family and fucking making them laugh like through this misery. You know what I mean? Because I have zero fear. I have zero fear. And I don't say that to be arrogant. I say that because I am so comfortable with death and I am so comfortable with my existence that I understand, you know what I mean? Like, like it's going to come, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. so I'm here for every single drip of life that I'm going to get. And hopefully that gratitude is enough to give me as much life as I can get. You know what I mean? But if I were to die, there is no fear. I understand the, 
you know, the idea of a further existence past this. And like we were saying at the beginning of this conversation with the psilocybin, you know, and yeah, I, I understand the physical and after that, you know, I understand the 5D. I understand yeah. The, yeah. the outer body experiences when we trip, dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that psilocybin helped me become so comfortable with that. And if I weren't so comfortable with death, I wouldn't be so comfortable with living. You know what I mean? Right, I've right. seen these experiences with no fear, man. And it doesn't change. Like the world is on fire and that doesn't create fear, man. Like, yeah, I, 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 always, I always say it's best to sit with death, have a couple of drinks, talk with death. And become you know what? acquaintance with death. <laughs> that, dude. Yeah. Um, right, real quick, real <laughs> quick. Uh, I want to read a passage from the Rastafarian Bible, which is the Kebra Nagast, right? And, what? Okay. Yeah, this is uh, the, the Rastafarian Bible. It's the Bible untamed or... The Bible that was before the white man translated it. Interesting. So this is like without the whitewash, right? And then yeah. one of that passage, it says, Wisdom is the best of all treasures. He who stores gold has no profit without wisdom. And he who stores wisdom... No man can steal it away. Dude, that is yeah. so fascinating. Yeah. Nick, yeah. can I blow your mind right now, dude? Yes, please. <laughs> May I blow your mind? Yes, please. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So let me show you this. Um, I, I wrote, I, I posted, a, you know, I posted a random photo on Instagram and... I had a caption for it and it's very similar to exactly what you had just read. Oh, wow. Okay. I have it right here and I'll read it right now. So, uh, you know, like my Instagram shows a lot of like traveling and journeying and stuff. And because of that, it goes into this caption right here. It says, I get messaged a lot with quote, are you rich time to settle it? The answer is yes. I'm filthy fucking rich in ways that can't even be expressed through words. I possess more than most wealthy men could fathom, more rubies and gold that can satisfy a million pharaohs. I replaced the monetary system with experiences and traveling. I mean, the things that I've seen, the people I've met and the wisdom I'm gaining, lessons learned from love constantly made and lessons learned from love constantly lost are you kidding me wow. yes i'm fucking rich haha <laughs> i'm a multi goddamn millionaire to which no bank account can hold my fortune and no man can successfully rob of me wow however if you're discussing finances let's just say Whenever I succeed in getting a comma in my bank account, <laughs> it's not there for long. <laughs> I work just enough to fill my gas tank and my stomach. You don't need to be rich to travel. You need to be free to travel. All that time spent making money to pay for things that you don't need and probably don't even want just sounds exhausting. What do you see in this picture is everything tangible I possess. Nothing more. Half of it I don't even need. I feel spoiled. 
So again, the answer is yes. I'm astronomically rich. My wealth lays in my freedom and an experienced mind. And two sentences on an Instagram post for me is too much. <laughs> no, but that's well, yeah, like, yeah. like, holy shit. Well, I, when I make these captions, I stare at the photos. You know what I mean? And literally yeah. this stuff just channels through. And literally, I mean, obviously it just – this is just what I think when I look at these photos right. and this photo in particular, I'm at Lake Powell brushing my teeth and I've got my Subaru Outback to my right and I've got my tent to my left and I have this insane, beautiful background behind me in this beautiful water, you know, and it's just like, dude, like. Which, which, by the way, um, I live I, like every time I see your pictures, then I can leave. I, I, I live. I live through those pictures. Oh, L-I-V-E, yeah. I'm able to feel alive. So thank you for those, yeah. man. Dude, I love it. And that's why I do it, you know? Like, I show everybody. Like, my intentions are to show everybody what I see. And I'm just like a regular guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not rich. I don't have, like, any extra... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't have any extra opportunity more than anybody else. I mean, except for the fact, of course, just being like a guy in America, you know, what yeah, I, mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, geez, like, you know, compared to other countries, you people can't just travel this freely, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that that's difficult. But for the most part, like I work with what I've got. You know what I mean? And it, it's not much. And one thing that I understand through going to Thailand on the other side of the world is more than wealth kindness can get you around the world oh yeah easily of what use are we the children of men if we do not use kindness and love are we not grass upon the field which withers in its season and it's burnt by fire we wear yeah. fine clothing and eat excellent food and we bathe ourselves in sweet scents. And yet, being wise, we are still fools. <laughs> right, beautiful, dude. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. Beautiful timing to that find. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm realizing like, oh, man, I get kind of nervous. Like, oh, Thailand, you know, I'm going through China. I'm going through fucking Shanghai, you know, like. It, you know, and that's just a layover for a couple hours, and you know yeah. you're exploring in these different countries, and it's like, oh, I don't, I can't, I don't know anything in any, yeah, of these <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know but, anything about shit. Dude, I don't it, in this languages. The roads are different. Yeah. They're going the different. Yeah, way. but yeah, kindness, exactly. kindness, is, it, kindness is universal. Yeah, exactly. And if you can raise your overall aura and your vibration through love, bliss, happiness, kindness, and gratitude people feel that and people don't feel threatened by that. So if you're fucking asking for directions or even worst case, like, you know, like a ride or even like a cell phone use or something like that, you know, if you approach that with that kindness, you know what I mean? Like, dude, anybody, you can, you can travel the world without a currency, Yeah, yeah. you know, like aside from the past, aside from the fact of obvious like passport and like licensing issues, you know what I mean? Like, like, Oh, you can still get away with it if you're smart. Absolutely. Yeah. You can see the entire world for zero dollars. You can <laughs> feed yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it's there, you know, and it's just through gratitude and kindness. And that's that's why no one's doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're all fucking salty. And <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not all, yeah. but, you know, 
a lot of us right now. Gee, how can you not be, you know, but yeah, you gotta get it's weird it. times. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean uh, we just get trapped the, in, in, in the game of pretending to be, you know? Yeah. That's the main, one of the quotes, one of the quotes from the book that I'm reading right now is you have to think greater than your situation. And that means if you're in a shit situation, man, you know what I mean? Like you need to meditate on that. And 15 minutes is not a lot of time to fucking make your life better a day. Right. You know what I mean? If you sit there and meditate on gratitude and, you, you know, uh, mm-hmm. humility, if you, yeah. if you can just be happier and just like, it's so hard to focus on the good right now because there's so much bad, but if you can tell your internal chemistry how much good is happening by simply close your eyes and think of like that birthday or that mountain climb or whatever the case and you feel your heart rate increase that time you made love on a fucking cliff like whatever the case you know what i mean yeah. like whatever made your heart that concert you know whatever the case just made you feel so full of life if you meditate on that your heart vibrates to the point where it's reliving that experience and now all of a sudden the internal chemistry is fulfilled with so much enlightenment that's that it you have baby nothing but enlightenment coming from your future okay whatever you're vibrating is what you're attracting right mm-hmm. well right now we're all living in this fear like we're fucking scared we're all in survival mode right now and we cannot get out because we are not thinking greater than our environment right now we are thinking with our environment, which is shit. So, you know, yeah. one you know thing I mean? that came into realization the other day, and this is a huge, huge thing. And I'm just going to say briefly because I know we're running out of time. But one thing that that all this conspiracy theories talk about, you, you, have you ever heard about the reptilians and how they took over the human race and all that? You've heard about this, right? Night stuff is getting into this shit. Wait, wait. Course, You've heard about this, yeah? Absolutely. Well, how if I tell you that they're not really that far off? But what if I were to tell you, though, that, yes, it is the reptilians that are governing us, but it's not an external reptilian. It's the reptilian of our brain, like our brain, our reptilian brain, when it's right, in right. constant fear and in constant fighting survival mode. It's how they control us, dude, through that fear, through dude. that <laughs> reptilian brain, bro. Nick, you're going to get a call from uh, Adam Simmons to be on Cre- Creatures of the Night because that's all he talks oh, about. Oh, man. You, you know what? I, I, I don't think they can deal with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They might. I, I would love uh, to give you, them a whack at you. Guys, I guarantee you they would want you on their po- your pod. <laughs> In your profession alone, I'm sure that you guys have fucking encountered in a, you know a situation where there's been one in your environment oh, at sure. some point. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you know, if you want to talk reptilian shape shifting stuff, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Well no that podcast. Yeah, no, that's a little too too far out there. I, I don't delve to those, but I, I really go with what it's real and that is our a reptilian brain. 
It's it's yeah, a physical. Yeah. That's the most real thing that it'll get. And by activating fear in us, they can a- they're able to control us through that reptilian brain, dude. Not yeah. if you ain't got no fear. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you're not or no brain. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't have no brain. <laughs> but insane um, in the main brain. Can't you see? Um, I got no problem. We probably should talk about some TV and news stuff. Sure. Since this is a little bit of a new I got show. a big one. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> what, what? You had one you wanted to talk about, right? No. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, no. I was going to say no more uh, Black Panther 2. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Rip. Yeah. Yeah, the main actor for Black Panther passed. What was it? Colon cancer or something like yeah. that? Yeah, four year battle, from what I heard. Yeah, yeah. and you know he could have cured it if he would have gone into a fruit diet. It sucks, man. Yeah. It sucks that they they don't tell us all this truth about what we eat, man. What we eat is what the whole disease. Way, yeah, yeah. Weren't you talking about something before we started recording? Sure. I completely. Uh, I was watching a film today that had no dialogue. The first film I've ever oh. watched that had no dialogue. The whole story what? of it, it's this dude that it's out in Canada, and he got fed up of the city life, and he's like, fuck this, I'm moving to the wild with my dog. That's it. And he started and he building... Yeah, he doesn't talk because he's out there on his own with the dog. Yeah, he'll say a few things in there to the dog, but nothing to carry on with the story. The story it's all visual because it you know, he puts it in a perspective where the viewer is watching the dude building the house. Right. And building all his surrounding areas. Uh he's he's building a farm and Wait. What year is this movie? Uh, 2017, 2018. Oh, that's fairly new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But again, it's, it's not like a, I say film, but it's more like a documentary, you know? It's it's him documenting everything he did, but he right. caught it in a way that it's, you know, it has establishing shots. It has, you know, it has a shot. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it it looks like a film, but it's shot like a documentary. I guess I don't know. Pretty cool. Interesting. Is it like? But it's but it's scripted, right? What's no, it called? No, no, it's not scripted. It's all not. Okay, okay. Yeah. With no dialogue. Out in How the wild. Doc- out in the wild. Out in the wild. Yeah. A documentary with no uh, dialogue is really sounds interesting yeah and to, to be honest well, i was hooked. don't you think like talking to like interviewing somebody no nothing dude he would just like you know maybe he'll talk to the dog like hey come on here girl or you want some food sure. or whatever but nothing like to drive the story forward nothing yeah. i was i was really blown away of how it was done so very good have you guys ever seen the movie before sunset oh, with no. Ethan Hawke. No. No. <laughs> okay, so he did this series. It's called the the first one is like Before Sunset or something like that. And then the second one is called Before Sunrise. Okay. <laughs> mm. And but basically why I bring this up because it goes in with dialogue is that the entire movie is just dialogue. 
and it's it, but it's cool because wait they, like there's no like actual like music or anything to it or? well i mean though like for what i'm saying is like there will be a scene where they get on a train like he falls in love with this girl in paris he's like this american dude and he's traveling and he falls in love with this girl in paris sure. you know? and they hop on this uh like train that's going through the city and there will be like 15 to 18 minute scene of one shot of just them talking about life right. and like and this is directed by um uh richard linklater the guy who did waking life and yeah yeah what's oh, the yeah. one um yeah, he's been confused he did both of those you know those are great movies you know and, wait did he did like a scanner darkly too yeah so, yeah, 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 yeah exactly <laughs> or wait did he do a scanner darkly I think, didn't the same guy no no um <laughs> I don't think Richard Linklater did a scanner darkly. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I, hold on, I do have a thing that we could do that. That's interesting. Uh, I'm not sure. But, um, but yeah, it, it was really cool. You guys would, I mean, Nick, you would actually like it. You know, it's interesting to, it, yeah, I think it's pretty, like, it's a rom, it's like a romance kind of thing, I guess, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I haven't seen any. <laughs> Um, director Richard Linklater 100% did the scanner darkly. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. took a Waking second, but I got it. <laughs> I was a very, very well shot movie. Yeah, they all were. Yeah. Um, yeah, but aside from that, dude, I have not, I haven't seen a movie in a while. No, I have. I've I, this week, Jackie and I at one point at night, we watched Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, classic. Did you classic. like it? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm working off right now because, like we said, we are mostly staying in places with zero service. So we've been, like, working off this hard drive that I, like, put together, like, in college and stuff like that. And it's with, like, over, like, 200 movies. Uh, nice. Just from my collection, my favorite collection back in the day. And there's – yeah. so I just got to pick from that. Yeah. Nice. The last movie that I saw – that was just to me just fucking outstanding yeah i actually it was like my my covid movie i guess it was like the movie yeah. i watched yeah, yeah. shut down you know and you know my wife was asleep so i like you know had like, like a night to just kind of pick whatever i wanted to watch you know and and uh i i picked I, it was the joker oh oh my it's a deep God. one it's a dark one <laughs> holy fuck i'm st to this day and it's been months to this day. I was still thinking of that movie. Like, wow, <laughs> that was some, that was some great I'll, shit. I'm going to ask you the Freddy question. If you, if you had only three movies you could pick, um, I like to read, I'm, I'm going to ask it my way though. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have just three movies and they're the only three movies you could watch for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So think rewatchability. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which three movies would you go with? Okay. My first one would be waking life. Yes. Later, you think you could rewatch that over and over and I over do. and over and over? I like do every month. Pretty much? <laughs> I do, I Jeez. do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. It's it's so soft and gentle. You know what I mean? Like it's easy to fall asleep to. Sure. You, you know what I mean? And no matter what point you walk in on it and whatever you're listening to, if you understand what they're saying, it's fucking awesome. Okay. Okay. What's number two? Uh, number two is forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> That's great, but I'm Dude, it's so fucking funny. I can rewatch it. Every time I watch it, it's like the fucking like first time I watched it. It's like, oh, 
You know what I mean? It's like you laugh when he like when she breaks up with him and he like falls over and leans over. It's just like his dick's hanging out. You know what I mean? It's like every time it's like, oh man, that's really fucking (laughs) You always get a fucking like dude, I can sit here and talk about forgetting Sarah Marshall like for the rest of my life. Okay, then what's number three? Uh, You've been the quickest with the first two, I think, than with anybody we've ever had. Yeah, for sure. Like, right when you said that, the first two that came to mind were, like, those ones. You know what I mean? Like, that's what... It's good, because they're polar opposites, so they yeah, can, like, yeah. they're great to... Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think I would kind of probably stumble on a third one. Like, nothing's coming out, like, immediately yeah. to my mind that something's just... I'm sorry, like, what? But you could sit on it maybe if you had it maybe later you'd be like oh this yeah yeah <laughs> maybe, this. maybe it will come well we could go through this because we're gonna do a top 10 can we'll, i say my we'll... my three real quick i never said this yeah sure can go for it. it what do you got the lion king and the cartoon oh. i think you have said this. yeah oh yeah yeah I? I think i remember that oh okay never mind maybe that just that one well, what, what, are the, what are the other yeah, two? The other two? Uh, the three musketeers no, maybe not. Okay. okay. No? Uh, and Jurassic Park. Bam, 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 bam. Hell yeah. I could throw Jurassic Park in that Hell category. Yeah. Um, okay. The top 10, or we'll, we'll do the top, the honorable mentions real quick. But I, I got, this is IMDb. IMDb has a top 150 trippy psychedelic movies of all time. Nice. Oh, cool. IMDb oh, cool, cool. does straight yeah, from the yeah. so this is the most respected right so it's got to be good it's got to be good <laughs> okay well let's give well, it a chance. I, I see just to like give an honorable mention real quick 23 is Alice in Wonderland so that will set the tone for this let's yeah I got you um okay. number 20 is the color of pomegranates never, never seen, seen it, it. Um, I want to watch that now. 1969. <laughs> um, nice. Number 19. Nice. 69. Nice. <laughs> number 19 is House. It's a 1977 film. Oh, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Number 18 is Fantasia. Oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah. Of 100%. Course. Of course. 17. Yeah, right. Totally. Uh, Allegro non tropo. Number 16, Koyan is Katsi. The fuck, dude? That, these are why, this is why there's honorable mentions. We're getting uh, it there. Right, okay. right. <laughs> Number 15, Ashes and Snow. Uh, that's 2005. We're getting Apparently, more. I've got a lot of psychedelics to do. <laughs> 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 yes, you do. <laughs> and movies to put with them. Yeah. Number 14, Genius Party Beyond. I'll that- just trip and forget to watch the movies. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a Genius Party Beyond or something to watch. Number 13, The Animatrix. That's that actually a cool. pretty cool yeah, one. Yeah. That's actually a good one. Yeah. So you know that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. On. I'm waiting for Coraline to come in here. <laughs> Number 12, uh, The Thief... The Thief and the Cobbler. I've, I've heard of <laughs> okay, this one before. Yeah. yeah. It's animated, it looks yeah, like. Yeah. This is apparently a giant list of movies I've never seen. Yeah. I guess you're Except not with it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not cool. <laughs> Get more trippy. Number 11, Enter the Void. Yeah. You've seen that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. 
we've watched that at Stone Castle. I feel like Dan yeah. like put that on a few times. Probably. Or <laughs> <laughs> like, like every like time I would no. come into the, the apartment, that shit was playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, what the fuck? Like, no one says shit for. <laughs> what is it? Isn't it about some hours. dude that's. Uh, what is it? Who? Wait. I guess it is pretty fucking cool. It's about the kid that's like tripping in the bathroom or something like that and he gets shot or some shit like that. No. Oh, wait. I thought that's what is it was that about. it? No, no, no. Fuck, Nick. Is that what Mikey is? Mikey, right? Uh, I don't know. Wait, enter the void. An, an American drug dealer living in a Tokyo in Tokyo is oh. betrayed by his best friend. You're right. And killed in a drug deal. You're right, Mikey. You're totally one hundred percent right. Okay, yeah. So, but then is, he's stripping balls like the entire movie. So it's all like, oh no. So this is what happens in Enter the Void. He fucking meets up with his drug dealer and his drug dealer goes have you tried dmt and he's like he's like no and you know he's like oh it's fucking crazy man you know (laughs) they're in a different country and he's so you know he goes home and he he sits in his bed and he packs a little bowl of weed and he puts some dmt in it and he hits it and lays back and then the entire movie is shot from the perspective of the person taking the drug yeah so like the bowl like is lifted up to the camera you know what i mean (laughs) lighter and he smokes the dmt and like the camera goes back and points to the ceiling you know and he exhales and you know he goes through his little mandala thing and he kind of trips out just like gently you know like you you know and then he gets a phone call from his drug dealer that says we got to meet up you know what i mean like right now you know and he's like oh fuck you know what i mean like okay 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 he's like all right i'm getting up so he gets up he runs to meet up with them they do a drug deal it goes bad so he runs into the bathroom to flush down the drugs that he brought and the cops i think it takes place in tokyo oh yeah yeah, the cops shoot into the bathroom door and while he's fucking tripping dmt he's going through this situation in a bathroom flushing his drugs and the cops shoot him and they kill him and he falls to the ground and then all of a sudden that perspective that was in his like first person all of a sudden drifts off and now you see his face like on the floor of the bathroom and it lifts up the the cops like kick down the door and they see that he's dead you know what i mean (laughs) and all of a sudden he like all of a sudden just goes to where his loved ones are and he just watches them you know what i mean like did you just do the whole movie (laughs) was i not supposed to No, but that that was you know it's a, yeah, trip, it's a crazy you know movie. I, mean? I, I guess I did do the whole. That was thing, all, That was all, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like an ending or not. But yeah, that was literally. That was like, pretty. Like, yeah, that was that was the movie. <laughs> um, that was. That's only number eleven. So okay, so you should know them at this point. So number ten is two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. That one is Stanley Kubrick. How is that a so trip movie? What I thought Enter the Void was. <laughs> that was my confusion. Danny was playing that one. What? He was putting that on all the time? It's like one of the most boring movies you could put on. But it's like uh, at some point in your guys' film career, you guys were so jacked up on anything film. You guys were just like, this is art. I never just put on <laughs> at a party to another one. Honestly, nobody does that. Not a party. Yeah. Like, but I mean, you know. A movie, a movie of a of a butt for for an hour and a half. Oh, this is art. Yeah. No, I mean the movie's good, I guess, in retrospect. But it's like I'm not gonna. Here's a three hour movie that's them just chilling in space. Really, <laughs> but how is that a trip movie? I don't get it. 
Uh, I guess if I watched a trip and I'd be freaking out. Probably, really? So. I'd just be sitting there thinking about a bunch of other shit. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine is the son of the white mayor. No clue. No. <laughs> the bells are ringing. Number eight, um, waking life. Oh See, yeah. I told, you. <laughs> I told you guys. Number seven, forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Doctor. I'm reading the one ahead, and it got me. Number seven is the Wizard of Oz. Of oh yeah, that with have the you, with the album. With the Dark yeah. Side of the Moon album. Yes, fuck yeah, dude. You beat me to it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, do that's... you know what we're talking about, Mickey? Yeah, I think so. If you play the whole album on overlay it. So they something. say when you play the movie, the second lion, you know, from Lionsgate, yeah. they say when he roars, his second roar, yeah. that's when you play the album. Yeah. To a, and it'll sync perfectly, baby. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude... Right, like for example, this is the only example I can remember perfectly out of many. Like, there's a lot of fuck it. It's like wow. You know yeah, I mean? the moments <laughs> are mind blowing. When, yeah, when uh, when everything goes from black and white to color. Wow. Yeah. It could, right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like money. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drag. Yeah. You know what he's doing? And it's like, oh my god. <laughs> and there's apparently a lawsuit. About they're like, dude, this is clearly you made your album off of the Wizard of Oz. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I think you won that. Like, you didn't get sued. You know, no, like, what yeah. a great, Number what a great six. combo. What? No, I'm just saying, what a great combo. Oh, definitely. Let's go. To number six is Doctor Strange. Oh, is that that? So I yeah, I've never seen it. That's Marvel. I watched the first like five minutes. And I'm like, this is shit. <laughs> Number five, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Made for it. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that's number five. That should be like number one, you know? Okay. So number four. What's number one going to be? Number four is. After these commercials. Yeah. <laughs> the Holy Mountain. What? Uh, Never heard of it? Yeah. No. It sounds like number 16. <laughs> number three is. Samsara? What is that? Some fucking anime shit? What? Um, it doesn't look anime. No, it doesn't look it at all. Filmed over is nearly it, five years in 25 it. countries on five continents and shot in 70 millimeter film and taken on 25 doses of acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Number two <laughs> is The Yellow Submarine. The Beatles uh, movie? Yeah. I, I never saw that. Yeah, 1968, Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Huh. And number one. What is this? It's a 1973 flick, Fantastic Planet. What the <laughs> fuck? Why the fuck? <laughs> Get out of here, it? AMDB. No. Dude. You Have you seen it? <laughs> I don't know. The no. pictures look a little bit weird. Why isn't... I can't think of the movie's name. <laughs> with, with Johnny Depp? Pirates of the Caribbean? No, oh, but like... Oh, on Fear drugs. Loathing in Las Vegas? Fear Pir and Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> on drugs in Las Vegas. 
Fear and loathing. <laughs> Why is it, dude? Fear and loathing. Yeah. Everyone, anybody, anywhere in the world ever who's ever existed has taken psychedelics and at some point seen fear and loathing or taken psychedelics and then many years later seen fear and loathing and went, oh, yeah, no, that's drugs. There's no movie that's nailed like uh, tripping on psychedelics than that scene where they're looking down at the carpet and the carpet's yeah, moving around. up their legs. It's the perfect thing yes. to describe of like yes. what... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm so sick of that. Oh, there's pink elephants yeah yeah yeah. it's like well i don't know what kind of acid you were but that sounds like some yeah but that never happens buddy (laughs) so they laced it with pcp i think yeah (laughs) seriously yeah but no um denner thank you for joining us on this dude you're like one of my best friends in the world thank you for so pumped to be out here and hang out with you this happened just have a conversation with my homie (laughs) perfect it's perfect yeah man it's so cool I'm glad we're going to have this. I always look back and I love what you guys are doing. Yeah. It's a fun little podcast here. Super awesome. And I'm really happy to be yeah. part of it. Where, where can our, uh, if anybody wants to find you, you've mentioned your Instagram and some like crazy shit. Yeah. Posts. So nice to find? see your pictures. Yeah. Dude. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram hashtag is Zen underscore millionaire. And, um, yeah, right there, you could see all the fun adventures and most of it is taken in Southwest Colorado and, uh, uh, other various parts of the world with Mikey and yeah. a bunch of all the dudes. And, uh, um, yeah, I'd say about half of his travels, I'll probably be in those pictures. <laughs> yeah. So I like to post those and have, uh, mindful captions of just, you know, what went through the experience and just share what I learned in the photos. So, yeah, you could definitely take a look at that and yeah. And yeah, and for us, you can find us at Failing Hollywood on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, Failing Hollywood. We're on Instagram also. That's where we are mostly. Um, check us out at all that stuff. Um, this we've been we've we're also part of a network. Can't forget the network. Yeah. Inner Circle uh, Podcast Network. Yeah, we're part of the In- Inner Circle Podcast Network. Uh, Nick, what shows are part of those? That yeah, network? we have shows like The Plunge, hashtag No Offense, shit, part- uh, uh, shit happens when you party naked, Simmons and more podcasts, and The Who Diner. Yeah, and there's also like uh, little shows like Creatures of the Night. They're probably going to be thrilled with this one. I'm sure <laughs> they're going to be asking one of you to come onto their show. Yeah, but anyways, uh, you can check out shows circle. like that. You can check out uh, our trivia show, The Winter Circle. Um, and we might be back with award show pretty soon because the award shows are starting to come back. They're just going to be done differently. So that's going to be interesting to talk about. So we'll have all that stuff. Um, we've been sponsored by Official Clothing. If you guys want to get some awesome clothes that's rooted in hip-hop and done independently, based out of Tucson, Arizona, support our homie casual um, go to official.com, O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com, and use promo code Hollywood, and you get 25% off your first purchase. It's just good fucking it quality. It's, yeah, it's some good fucking quality. We had Nick. We have to get that in. Um, did I miss anything, Nick? Did I hit them all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounded pretty good, brother. Sounds good. Thank you for uh, participating in another episode of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> all right, boys. Be safe. Love you, brother.